yes people, hello. In case you're not sure what you've just tuned into, I am Claire. And I'm Akumu. And we are the, the yes, yes Girls. We are, as you already know, or maybe you don't, we are two Nairobi-based Wanderlusters who are making it our mission to say yes to doing, being and learning something different every two weeks. And we document our journeys. So this podcast is a strange but interesting result of us saying yes to sometimes challenging, sometimes fun, sometimes entertaining, and sometimes downright outrageous experiences. Akumu, show, show me your fingers. Mm, oh, come on, yes. show me your fingers. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Not that I'm particularly self-conscious about my fingers, but now I don't have my nails. Mm, That's an odd way to start a podcast. What's up? Not when your podcast is the Yes Girls. True. Expect the unexpected. I want to check specifically the color of your fingers. Uh, the fingers or the nails? Fingers. Forget your nails. I guess kind of brown. White, mm. pink. A bit ashy if I'm not moisturized. <laughs> so not green? Nah, not green. Sure? That would be a, I would be a bit worried if they were green. Hmm. I don't well, even like green. Well, for this episode, you see, we're going to have to see if we have green fingers because we are saying yes to being plant parents. Ooh, uh, did I give birth to a cactus? Ooh, do I have to give birth to one? I hope not. <laughs> not not as a human, clearly. Maybe in an egg. Um, do I have to raise them until they're 18 and then wait for them to look after me in retirement? Sadly, no. Though, to be honest, I don't think we'll be able to keep them alive for that long. <laughs> Maybe you, not me. <laughs> Okay, so let's see what this being a plant parent business is all about. Season four of this podcast is really zoning in on some essential 21st century, highly desirable, sometimes highly marketable and always useful skills that are deliberately chosen to inspire, educate and entertain the 21st century success story. We have an expert and this is, and in this episode and this season, we also turn to the future. That's right. We turn to yes, girls and boys. And everything in between. Of the next generation, i.e. kids. So we, we want to see what they, want, they have to say about the topics we have selected in terms of challenges. You'd be really amazed what kids pick up on. Um, it's usually because they display some kind of optimism and curiosity that, that many of us mature people, mature in quotes, mm -hmm. lose along the way in the quagmire of puberty, taxes, responsibilities, and just trying to keep up with TikTok. We know that everyone these days, especially since the pandemic, has at least experimented with having plants or cultivating an indoor forest with varying degrees of success. Everyone seems to think it's super easy until they try it. And then some thrive and some just well, die. die. The plants, that is, not the people. Hopefully, ideally. <laughs> For this episode, we did things a bit differently. Instead of having one expert to guide us, we crowdsourced our expertise. We used a Facebook group called Nairobi Plant Lovers, and we also talked to family, friends, and of course, the Yes Kid for this episode. Actually, maybe we should hear from them before we go any further. Yep. What's your name? Maria Keza. And Maria, now tell me, what do you know about being a plant parent? What do you think that means, being a plant parent? To plant some plants. Mm-hmm. And to water them. Oh, you water them? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then? As you keep them safe. Oh, 
so so some animals to not eat them as you put a you put on top it was kind of a is it a oil Mm-hmm. What for? It for putting up, up so some, so those things flies, they don't eat them. Ah, so you're keeping them safe from the animals. Mm-hmm. Are you a plant parent? Yes. You are. Yes. Oh, you so you have plant babies. Yes. <laughs> How many? Like. I think so. I think so. Eleven. Eleven. Wow. You're a good plant parent. I think you're better than me. Yeah. That's an awesome kid right there. Thank you, yes, kid. <laughs> so the rules were that we had to get two plants of any type each, indoor plants, and be their parents from the start of season four prep. Back in, I think, April. Yes. Up April. to the recording of this episode today, which is now end of July. That we considered was long enough to be able to see if we had what it takes to raise happy plant babies into plant adults or kill them. <laughs> All right, be a bit less dramatic. I feel bad <laughs> enough about my plant parenting as it is. Okay, so I think you need to start. Okay, I might as well get it out of the way. I love plants. I need to say that right away. I think the problem is that, in fact, I love them too much. You know how you can suffocate someone with love and affection or spoil someone with kindness or goodness? Well, I do that and they can't cope. So more than honestly any other episode so far, this is the one that I most wanted to succeed at because I've wanted to be a successful plant parent almost my entire life. I love plants. (laughs) They make me happy. They make me very truly happy, in fact. I think that's what makes my failings even worse. But vice versa might not be true. Shut up. (laughs) Exactly. That's what makes my failings even worse because the disappointment in myself and the knowledge that I destroyed something so beautiful that I love so much is what really gets to me. I used to read books with my head flat on the table so mm-hmm. as not to bend the spines. You know, like I would lay my head flat on the table next to the book uh, so I could only want... open the book a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I used to keep my makeup palettes when I wore makeup pristine. Okay, like don't poke your fingers. Like in my Vaseline, right? Even Vaseline now, like it has to have an even surface. So you're the kind of people I... who don't like dog ears and shit like No, that. I oh don't. Okay, I don't mind dog-eared things, but I don't like to destroy beautiful things. So if they are beautiful and pristine, I like to keep them that way. Mm-hmm. Even if we know from previous episodes that I can't necessarily create beautiful things myself. Actually, maybe that's the whole problem. I maybe can't. that's the problem. So <laughs> I have, therefore had many plants in my life, but have almost unfailingly had to grieve them after some time. Some last longer than others, and somehow it's once they peak and at their most beautiful and make me the most happy that they then drop off and wither, wilt, and die. So so just to add, so for you this this challenge was be how to be a successful parent, not just a plant parent. How to be a successful plant parent. That's what you are trying with this challenge. Aren't we trying to be successful at any challenge? Uh, but for you specifically this. Like you're not totally new at this. <laughs> I wish I was. 
<laughs> no. Exactly. <clears throat> so I am very lucky and grateful to have some very successful plant parents around me. Mm-hmm. So my friend Munyao, mm-hmm. my mum, my good friend <laughs> Valerie, they have greener fingers than I could ever wish to have. Even I like I could never have fingers that green, even if I dipped my fingers in fluorescent permanent dye. As there's that word dye again. <laughs> Just can't help it. Yeah. But I think Okay, this is serious now. I think they have more patience and they're more consistent and more observant than me. Okay, that's my theory. But you're consistent. Not when it comes to living things. (laughs) Saxo is still alive. (laughs) Luckily, he can mostly fend for himself, sort of, these days. So with these two plants, I gave them all my intention, all my attention. I learned from mistakes I've made in the past Mm -hmm. and also from the Facebook group, remember, Nairobi Plant Lovers. That was our crowdsourcing um, source of expertise for this episode. Mm -hmm. And so when I got my plants home, I almost immediately repotted them, okay? Because any plants you buy in Nairobi, I don't know if you know this, but any plants you buy in Nairobi from the roadside, typically they're in red soil, which is good for outdoor plants, but not indoor plants. So I ordered some beautiful, rich compost manure. Mm -hmm. I never thought I'd say those two words together. And uh, I got my 5kg bag delivered to my doorstep, Mm -hmm. which just about filled the two pots that were housing my two new plants. Um, So just to describe them a bit, and you can see them on our social media, of course, but one of them is your bog standard spider plant, which I know from experience because my mom has lots of them, is very difficult to kill. Challenge accepted. (laughs) And the other, um, I think it's, it's uh, I confirmed this with one of one of our kind of experts, mm-hmm. is an alocasia, not alopecia, alocasia. Alocasia. Um, uh, originally from the Facebook crowdsourcing, people said it was either an alocasia or a philodendron or an elephant ear. Or maybe all those three are the same thing under different names. I don't know. But I gave them my own names. Um, basically, boy's name. One had a boy's name and one had a slightly ambiguous non-gendered name, Mm -hmm. which I then kept getting wrong. (laughs) So that's not great young parent behavior, is it? Not knowing your own baby's names. So that was not a great start. So once they were safely rehomed in their new soil, I started monitoring how they were doing. Okay. So I realized quite early on that my spider plant was getting too much water. So mm-hmm. I slowed down. Well, that was my theory. I did the old finger in the soil test. You know, you dip your finger in at least an inch down and see if it comes out dry. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> Is it because I'm pointing my finger up in front of your face? Yeah. So for those you only listening, doing the actions. I am putting my finger <laughs> down into the air in front of us and then poking it up near Akumul's nose. Um, so I also thought that maybe it wasn't getting enough sun because it seemed to be going a little bit kind of like dark brown I think like the edges were kind of crisping not crisping like curling mm-hmm. so anyway I moved it away from the wall to a more central location kind of in the between in between two opposite windows mm-hmm. um so it went from just about surviving to thriving I'm pleased to say okay so that one we sorted the other one the one that was of dubious species to begin with with was a bit more up and down so I tended to underwater it Funnily enough, I usually do the opposite. I normally overwater. Mm-hmm. And then for almost all of this challenge, I managed to avert disaster. Until suddenly. <laughs> overnight. Never trust me. It was overnight. I said goodnight to it one night, and then the next day I woke up 
And I think it was when the cold season came to Nairobi, just like yeah. that. Like What's in the a, name in of this plan? His name was either Bob or Peter. Oh my God, it's already a word. Um, <laughs> it was when the cold season started, I think, like a cold snap is a good way to describe it. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe someone said a crossword to it, something, it got upset and it just gave up the ghost. So, so listen, here's, here's the clip I want to play you. It's a long and heartfelt audio clip, so bear with me here. Sags, I have some very bad news to tell you. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I have bad news. No, no, I'm not laughing. So, Peter, or was it Bill, or was it Bob? The the nice leafy green plant, one of his leaves is dead. Are you sad? No. Yeah, the roots. Ah, I aired the roots, I watered him, I gave him love, but he didn't want to prosper. I just don't think he's very resilient. These pots, the, the roots... In, you can't in, blame the pots. Can't blame, blame the pots, blame the plant, the pot. plant parent. It's a pot. It's the pot. Are you going to make holes in my pot then? Let me look for a drill. Okay, go look for a drill, please. Because the other one, I'm not letting the same thing happen to him. He was doing so well. And then from one day to the next, Mm -hmm. something bad happened. Did you do something to him? No. Are you sure? Did you look at him funny? Mm -hmm. Did you get jealous of him? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I was giving him so much love. So I'm happy to say that now, am I happy? No. No, you're not happy. Well, okay, just bear with me. I'm happy to say that both leaves of that plant are now dead. But, but there is a new shoot. Okay, there is a bright green, you know that bright green new shoot, like the promise of new life. Right now. Right now, as we speak. So I'm thinking maybe it's just the natural cycle of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you, it have just you need, found you know, it needed to it... like shed its old skin and grow a better, newer one. And so this is my theory. Mm-hmm. There's only so much of this plant parent stuff that's in our control. It's nature. That's true. Okay. So some just of it. like human beings. Exactly. <laughs> right. You can raise a child perfectly and it will still turn out to be a serial killer. Exactly. So. Basically, I think we should just leave it to nature, you know, resign yourself to it. Just accept it. And maybe that's why I'm not a very good plant parent, because I respect nature too much. (laughs) That's a good one. You almost convinced me. Drop the mic. Can I drop the mic? Totally. No, okay, I'm not allowed to drop the mic. Apparently it's very expensive. Metaphorically, you can drop it. Okay, so I have a question before I continue. So are you going to continue being obsessed with plants Always. or are you giving up? No. You'll keep, you'll keep being... Oh, apparent. yeah, but I will give up. What I'm giving up on is being so harsh on myself and thinking thinking that I can do it well. That's true. So, but I, I still want to learn. I still mm-hmm. want to learn. But I think I just need to accept that beauty doesn't last forever. So how much do you think you're controlling? Is it 20, Two and a half percent. Really? Out of 100? In my house, two and a half percent. Uh, I think there's a problem. <laughs> Two. And, and Munyao, and Munyao, your friends who are very good in your mind. Uh, he's, he's just on sacred ground, I think. That's so why then they do maybe throw. 30, 40%. No, he controls about 
all of it. So he controls the he, nature he, around I, it. I think he might be God. <laughs> we want to meet you, Munya. <laughs> Okay, so for me, on the other on the other end, I'm, we are very different, as you might have known by now. So plants, to me, have always been, you know, the way you're in a restaurant and it's playing a soundtrack of music that you never even cared about. So it's music. literally, yeah, it's literally music. like invisible to your to your ear. Yeah. That's what plants are to me. <laughs> if I enter a room, plants are literally the invisible people in the room because I never noticed them, notice them, never cared about them. If you remember season two where I said um, yes to being an online tour guide, um, you know that I'm not keen to non-human, li- non-human living things. None of them. I'm not keen on insects, not keen on animals, not keen on trees and certainly not on plants. <laughs> So and yet, so yeah. I appreciate the plants. The only plants I appreciate are the ones I get to eat. Done, <laughs> and I don't have to care for them. They're on a plate. That's it. Someone else cooks them. Exactly, and someone else grew them. You know. So being a plant parent for me, I was, <laughs> I'm one of those. This is one of those yes girls challenges where I'm coming in completely green. <laughs> That's a very good pun. Right? That's possibly the best pun. <laughs> You've ever come up with. I know, right? genius. Yeah, totally agree. Um, But yeah, I've never, never, ever had plants before. Never bothered to buy to care for any. So I was in Kisumu at the time of this, when we were just starting this challenge. International context pause. Kisumu is Kenya's second largest city in the west of Kenya by Lake Victoria. Yes. And I think, you know, the way you say Nairobi has red soil. I think I got the best soil with the plants that now my mom is the one who went and got them for me <gasps> because I wouldn't even know where to get them. I think that your entry into this Yes Girls episode is now null and void. I'm still green and I still got the plants and they're still alive and thriving. Because you're not... By ca- the way. Carry on, carry on. I will poke holes in your argument later. You can enter in my argument and poke holes however you want, okay? Okay, so... So I we got the two plants... <laughs> she's, poking, I'm poking, she's holes. poking holes on my argument that has not even begun yeah so my mom got the plants because she's an ardent plant plant parent even as a human parent she she overdoes her job yes she's a very so good she's, human parent she's just a parent you know she overdoes the parenting thing um, those genes did not come to me. So she bought the plants and I knew she would, I, I told her, so like we we decided it was not, no cactus, so mm-hmm. nothing that's super easy and nothing that's, I think we had rules, right? You have to, to be, be like green, plants. leafy and indoor, right? Yeah, green, leafy, no flowers yeah. um, and not just grass or succulents. Like, yep. Exactly. So there were actual plants and uh, what I learned now from the, from the Facebook group was that mine... Please bear with me. This name, I'm going to butcher it. It's a Diefenbacher. <laughs> it's not a word. <laughs> okay, that's a that's the scientific name, but I think it's also slash dumb. So it's a dumb cane. Dumb You've heard cane. of dumb cane, yeah. D- okay. D-U-M-B. Dumb cane. One of them is a dumb cane and the other is a some kind of croton. It's not exactly a croton. It's, it doesn't look like the crotons that you'd search online because I think the ones online are very colorful. Mine is more green, Green, but the, the ones with the light yellow aspect to them. Um, so 
uh, the, I got them when they were really tiny and they I think the soil already had manure. So honestly, I didn't have to do much. Um, I just used to, you know, so I think my challenge for this for this uh, the biggest challenge like I told you you know you have to keep to a routine right you have to water them and keep checking on them so I was just telling clear <laughs> even routinely even even showering sometimes I have to put an alarm so, every time we're recording <laughs> an alarm goes off that is supposed to be reminding a kumu to shower and then five minutes later it goes off and we think it's to remind her to dry yeah, so I, I'll probably not shower today because I'll forget no I'm joking I will shower anyway so I had to remind myself to check on the plants and water them. But uh, what I, so I told you I came in green and I used to think plants, you water them every day. And then I was very shocked to realize what? You don't water them every day. Or maybe in movies, they just make it seem like it's a daily thing. So that was my biggest learning about plants. They are easier than I expected. I actually expected to water them you. every day. It's easier than expected. <laughs> Honestly, I expected daily watering. I have to remember every day, you know, it's like shower. I, I thought it would be harder than showering. It's not. So, I, I mean, I'd water them every now and then. And, you know, I was very proud of them. I, now I understand how parents feel like, you know, going to see your kids and they're doing nicely. Okay, nothing happened. Nothing has gone wrong with my plants. So I honestly feel like I have maybe cheated in this. I agree. <laughs> I did this. Okay, or I just got perfect plants. Who was who was mostly looking after your plants? Me when I was in Kisumu. So so the context is I was. Did in someone remind you to look after them or tell you every what to do? third every every week once I'd be reminded. Oh, have you checked on your plants? Mm -hmm. So let's say it would be like Monday. I'd check. Wednesday, I'd check again. They would still be wet, so I wouldn't water them. And then maybe Thursday, I'd check again. And then Saturday, when I'm Netflixing, I'd forget. So And then that's when my mom is sitting outside, right? Uh, or just next to them, right? In the indoor, outside patio. And then she'd, she'd tell me, oh, your plants. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I have children. So let me go and check the, the kids. I haven't even named my kids. So this is how detached. You're such a detached parent. This is how yeah, they detached. Thrive. And they thrive, the, the irony of it all. So, yeah, sometimes terrible parents get good children. Yeah, exactly. That's the moral of the story. You can be a serial killer and then raise a Nobel Peace Prize winner. And then you can be a Nobel Peace Prize winner and, and raise a, serial, raise a killer. serial killer. Yeah. Moral of the story. That's why I'm afraid to be a parent, as we have talked about it before. Anyway, plants are way easier than humans. Either way, I'd choose them over a human uh, child to raise. Um, yeah, so I, honestly, I have nothing else to say because the plants are still doing really well. They're back in Kisumu. I'm now in Nairobi. It's been three weeks not with them, but my mom keeps sending photos and they're thriving. They have big leaves. They're so green. I was waiting for th the only thing that went wrong was weeds. Weeds. I got you, you saw the photo of the little weeds. Mm. I got tiny little weeds. Even the weeds were cute. <laughs> <laughs> So that was the only uh, dirty work I had to do. I had to remove the little weeds and they never came back again. So that was it. My planting, my successful plant challenge. So after that uh, interesting 
insight into both of our parenting techniques, we want to hear from some of our experts. Now, remember, uh, we were crowdsourcing our expert advice this time from friends, family, and the community of this Facebook group, Nairobi Plant Lovers. So first, we looked to some of our online experts who gave us advice, encouragement, or realistic news on the Facebook group when we sought advice, posting photos or asking questions. One of my favorites was from Sharon, As I lamented at the sudden demise of one of my leaves, she said, forgive my ignorance, but it looks like mine when it's saying goodbye. Uh, Temporary goodbye or permanent goodbye? I think it's permanent. (laughs) And one of the most encouraging uh, was from uh, Gakenya, who said, hugs, please don't quite give up. A small change and continued conversations of encouragement may just have a little shoot appearing in a month or so. So hold on. And that's what happened. And that's what happened. <laughs> and then the practical pieces of advice. Um, this one was good. Um, Akumu Fiona, you need to be careful with the DF and Bachia, whatever that name is. Yeah, the dumb cane. The dumb cane. As its sap can be toxic. Ooh, so my perfect kids can be poisonous. Dang. We also asked some bona fide experts for their opinion on what makes a successful plant parent. So let's hear from my mum. I think both of our mums are plant parents, but let's first hear from Ma Baker, my mum, on my plant parenting. Claire, as a plant parent, Claire has got all it requires. She's loving, she's caring, she's hardworking. She dedicates herself to her art and she always, always is genuine when she engages with people or any creatures. I see her when she takes care of her nieces and nephews. She's the best auntie in the whole wild world. She treats them just like she treats her plants. She never forgets about them. She always shower them with affection and give them her time and is playful and loving and she has fun with them whenever she sees them. So, in theory, she's a perfect plant mummy. Alas, no, it doesn't work that way. She's got to be a mummy, not an auntie. She's got to make sure that when she's not available, there's something or somewhere, someone else who can take care of her plants. Just like her nieces and nephews are taken good care of by, her, by their parents. Is there somebody who takes care of her plants when she's not there? Is plant caring part of a daily routine? Is she trying to have too many plants in one go? Let's face it, nobody would want to have triplets, would you? One child at a time, the same for the plants. And check and learn and talk to your plants and get to know it. Move it from time to time. Water it, feed it when it needs watering and feeding, not when you've got the time to do it. And yes, sometimes, just like your children, they will get sick, but then they will get better. Or if they don't, as far as plants are concerned, that's not a problem because they get back into the earth and they nourish the earth for another plant to grow. So, Claire, 
you are the perfect plant mom. But make sure caring for your plants is an everyday job, wherever you are. Good luck, mommy plant. Bye. Next, we have from Sherry from Nairobi Plant Lovers, uh, who is a very successful plant parent. In fact, she could raise a whole colony of plants. <laughs> my plant journey has just been trying to figure out what works with me and my schedule and my environment and what I can offer the plant. And I've had to curate my plants or the plants that I'm buying to plants that will work with me. So I would categorize myself as an easy plant parent. The plants that I buy are plants that are not that are not fussy or don't need that much care. So that's mainly um, monsteras, philodendrons, and zingonians. Pretty easy and good for first-time parents. But I do have some plants that I really, really love and they give me hell till this day, but it's a journey and you love them despite the fact that they keep dying on you and you keep reviving them. I'm on YouTube like an hour a day trying to figure out what's wrong with my plants. There are a lot of plants that will be sold to you and you'll be told, oh, this is such an easy care plant. This plant fits in any environment. But the truth of it is a lot of people who are selling you the plants don't have the full understanding of the plant or the plant has just come out of a greenhouse where they were getting the optimum um, conditions for growth. But um, doing research on the plant will really help you understand the plant, know whether it's a good fit for you and know how to take care of this plant, whether you need to buy a humidifier to increase the humidity, whether you need to water it. You might think you need to water this plant every single week, as you've been told, but in reality, you only need to water it every two or three weeks. So you overwatering the plant kills the plant or how you're watering the plant kills the plant. So research is really important. You really need to research your plants. And there are a lot of things that can help you with this. YouTube videos, TikTok is where I started. Um, there are apps that you can download that help you identify and also give you care tips on the particular plants that you have. I think my biggest tip when it comes to watering plants is that it, it's easier for you to kill a plant by overwatering it than underwatering it. Plants recover from underwatering much easier than they recover from overwatering. So you want to make sure that depending on the plant that you have, you want to make sure that at least most of the soil is dry. So if you stick your finger into the soil, you want to make sure until at least your second, your okay, depending on the length of your fingers, um, your second or your whole index finger can go in and you're not feeling any moist soil, then you should water your plant. So space out the watering of your plants. I would say generally water your plants every one and a half weeks, but it really does depend on your plant. And that's why it's very crucial for you to do a bit of research on the type of plant that you have. And uh, now hear from Mama Akumu about <coughs> her plant parenting techniques and mine. Hello, guys. Today I want to talk about uh, the way I take care of my plants, especially potted plants. I like planting flowers in pots because the pots normally have a hole under them. And then the pot is, is placed on a plate, so the pot sits on the plate. So it's the plate that carries any excess water. 
So every morning, or every day rather, it doesn't have to be morning, I check on the, 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 the plate. If the plate has water, it means the plant is still not thirsty. So I don't water. So I keep on checking. The plate still has water. I don't water the plant. But the day I find the plate empty, it means now the flower and the soil is thirsty. So I add water. And what I do, I check the soil. If the soil is soft, water wetish, so it means it still has some water. So I add just a little bit of water on the plate. But if I find this, the soil is hard, then it means the, the soil is dusty. So I add water directly on the soil. Then the cycle repeats. So I keep on now checking again whether there's water on the plate or not. So when there's water, I don't add. When there's no water, I add some water. In that way, your plants will grow very healthy. And my daughter Fiona also, a couple of days back, planted some two flowers in two pots. And she's been following the, my, my, my way of taking care of flowers. And I think her flowers are now doing quite well. So guys, that is how I take care of my important plants. Thank you. So now that we don't have an expert to rate each other, Mm-hmm. to rate us we get to rate each other okay. i'm gonna rate you first <laughs> so are you rating the plant parenting or the result of my plants both uh because i would say the result of your plants i haven't seen the latest photos but mm-hmm. uh, definitely on the high you know eight nine ten definitely yeah mm-hmm. uh but i think you were a very lazy absent parent very much uh, <laughs> you can't blame me my kids are perfect <laughs> But that's the thing. See, it's other people <laughs> basically raising your kids and they just happen to be born with perfect genes, right? The right soil. They're yes. in a warm, very stable climate. Yes. Right. Mm. Whereas mine were dealing with cold snaps. They were dealing with trauma. They were, they were dealing, dealing with, with too much a love. A micromanaging parent. Micro, exactly. A tiger mom or whatever you want to call it. So Helicopter mom. I think you, I think your plants had a huge genetic advantage. That's true. Um, one of them is even called dumb cane. Like whatever's dumb thrives, right? Because exactly. it doesn't ask questions. So overall, <laughs> I would give you a 5.7. What took me down because my lazy, my because laser fair parenting. No- you did nothing. I was watering them. Okay, Every I didn't need time. to do much. That's true. Exactly. But five point seven, I think, is quite generous. It's very generous, though, for 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 a greenie like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're green, but your fingers are not not green. Exactly. For you, uh, I think because your passion is what is saving you. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which is unfortunate because that's a, that's a classic case of helicopter parents. You know, you're giving too much love and it just turns and, you know, blows up in your face. So I think your passion drives you and the fact that you just love plants so much and you're over there, you know, even poking the soil. I'll just give you a seven, you know, <gasps> because you have the Thank love you. for the plants. Thank you. I do. And, you know, if anyone has Whether plants they love out you or there, not. <laughs> please send me, actually join Nairobi Plant Lovers group even if you're not in Nairobi, and just share images of your plants thriving or tag us on <laughs> photos of your plants thriving because it makes me so happy. Uh, fun fact, that group was actually started by Claire. 
That's how much passion and love she has. But that's why people are so surprised that I'm such a terrible plant parent <laughs> myself because they assume I'm the ultimate plant parent. And how many followers does it have? How many We're group getting members? close to 3K. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, the world has been unfair to you. Thank you, you need to be good. To You need to have, okay, maybe I'll gift you my plants. Will that help? <gasps> no, because they're going to die. <laughs> oh you shit, you're going to kill me. my per perfect kids. <laughs> yes. But they're so easy. You, no, you can no, try no. it for two weeks. Okay, to be fair, mm -hmm. I do have some plants that I have had for a long time. And they're, and they're okay. Just not that many of them. Let's try. We can do an experiment where I give you mine for like two weeks. What? If you kill them, it, you are the problem. <laughs> or, or Nairobi or the soil or, or, or something. Yes, but you'll be a big part of the problem if you die. My mom will bring them to, to Nairobi. If you want to see how green your fingers are and finally become a successful plant parent, check out the show notes for links to all the resources mentioned and check out our Instagram to see how we and our experts have made the world a greener place. Want to know the easiest way to be a yes boy or girl right now? It's an easy do be learn approach. Starting with do, simply subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you're listening to us on Afropod, Spotify, Castbox, wherever. Just click subscribe or follow and that way you'll know anytime there's a new episode. And uh, for the B, this one is very easy. Uh, be a sharer. Spread the word about this episode, um, plant parenting or whatever you want or anything about this season uh, on social media. And don't forget to tag us at Yes Girls Podcast so that we can show you some love. And you could also tag each of us at Fiona, at Akomo Fiona, sorry, and at Claire Baker everywhere. At half, oh, you can't oh, got sorry. both of our Instagram handles wrong. Half baked Claire, yes. At Akumu Fiona and at half baked Claire. Yes. And finally, for the learn, what's your biggest takeaway from this episode or the entire season? Don't keep it to yourself. Spread the learning with others by leaving us a rating on Spotify or a review wherever you're listening to us. It really helps others to discover the show. That's it. A do be learn approach. You can say yes to with us in just a couple of minutes and if you don't already follow us again ad nauseum that's at yes girls podcast we are waiting for you to follow us go there and find everything you want to know about you know our episodes behind the scene footage resources images anything we get up to while we're doing being and learning and you can even laugh at us some more. And you can slide into our DMs or comment on what you like. And if you have suggestions of what we can say yes to, or if you want to get involved with sponsorship or collaborations with the show, then please reach out to us. Let water be poured all over Sampisha Productions and Snowball Studios. I hope not as a flood. Not a flood, just 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 the right amount of water. <laughs> uh, so out of Snowball Studios, out uh, along with Ernest and Rioba, who produced this episode, we will whisper sweet nothings into the buds of Cags of Eterno Concepts, who did our amazing logo design, so that he can continue to grow and flourish. We would pour compost manure in a good way all over <laughs> pedo brown who composed our theme song and we could fill a whole garden with our yes kid for this episode and of course what would a plant be without plant parents and boy oh boy you are all great plant parents sherry jeanette 
Mama Kumu, Florence, and Munyao, and everyone else who contributed to this episode. We thank you. See you, or rather, you will hear us next time for another episode of this podcast, which I think you'll agree. Um, by now, we are pretty good parents, in quotes, or in, you know, stars. Um, so at least we are not too shabby at it. Podcast parents, right? Podcast I parents, quite agree. Yes. Until then, that's it from me, Akumu, the and good parent. And me, Claire, the very loving parent. The parent who needs to be good because she's passionate. <laughs> we are, in any case, the Yes, the yes girls. girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> grow, baby, grow. Please, don't die.